welcome to the Empower Hour. So today we have got a guest. We have got the wonderful Katie with us. Hello, Katie. Hello, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? I'm very well. Yeah, very good. How are you? I am great as well, especially you're here. Oh, thank you. I'm privileged to be here. Do you know what? I'm so excited to do Me this. Too. I'm nervous but excited. It's good. Good oh, nerves, you know? Girl, you don't need to be nervous. <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm so excited. I'm like being so excited to do this with you. Me too. And I think where we've known each other now for a while, how long have we known each other now? Mm, it's over a year, isn't it? Yeah, at least. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Pushing two. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Time flies, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. God. So like Katie, little debrief. Katie started off as, well, started off, she still is mm. a client with me. So Katie does private lessons. And um, yeah, we just, every week, it's like natural. Like you yeah. just grow a bond with people. And I just found it was just an incredible bond that me and Katie have because we're so like different pathways of life and even like our ages are so different and to think like you could connect with someone like hugely and you would never think that if you say if it was like different circumstances you'd never have met yeah. i think it's so beautiful like when you can make those connections by through dance yeah yeah i 100 percent agree and i think it's energy as well isn't it yeah you know it doesn't really matter what age you are mm -hmm. how someone looks what they do as a profession it's just if you connect with their energy, it's just, it, you just can't dispute it. It's just yeah. there, isn't it? It is there, and it's lovely because Katie always gives the best hugs. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, she holds me tight and she squeezes me, and I'm like, can I, can I stay here? <laughs> at the beginning, at the end of every session, we have literally the best hug like I love my hugs but oh my god Katie gives like <laughs> the best hugs I'm not even joking you so every oh, time so I'm like nice to know. Oh, you do though no one's ever told me that really like, with my kids they shut up no they do <laughs> they don't know what they have and I might tell them listen yes. your mama she's gifted <laughs> so yeah that's how I know Katie so do you want to maybe introduce, introduce, introduce yourself to everyone and um, maybe just say like what you do for your job and yeah, just a little bit, tell me your life story. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, I'm a makeup artist, so working predominantly with TV at the moment, so I work um, quite a lot on BBC Casualty, but my career began quite, you know, when I was about 26, I had a career change and thought, I want to be a makeup artist. I don't know where it came from. It was a light bulb moment because uh, they these that, that was the time when YouTube and it wasn't really around. You know, the internet was in its infancy, so it, it was there, but it was you know you had to like log on and you had to have a phone. It was line. effort. Yeah, it was effort. Yeah, it was just yeah, um, you know, so different to what it is now. So it didn't. It wasn't accessible to you know find out about jobs and careers. Yeah. So I think I read an article. It, it was online about a makeup artist and I'd never heard of that job before wow. um, and it was just a light bulb moment I thought that's what I want to do that's what I want to be so and that's where the journey began so that was wow. when I was yeah, about 26 so I left my full-time job what was it um, I was working in kind of like an office role business support administrative administrative role Oh, I hated it though. Did just, you? I was going to prison every day because it just wasn't creative. No. I just didn't really realise how creative I was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it was just, there was something telling me this is not right, this is not a good fit. Did you so, ever in school enjoy the creative classes or was you. I was always into like gymnastics and yeah. athletics. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I never, I think it was, we were always pushed to go into like the sciences and. Your childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, the creative was never really an option. But um, I look back now and think, oh, my God, I so should have gone more down. That was so me that I just don't think I had the guidance or yeah. the inner belief that that was something I could do. I think I had a go at drawing one day and thought, oh, I can't do that. And it's just it's not as cut and dried as that. Do you know what no. I mean? Um, so, so it is interesting when I look back because I think, oh God, I was I should have been on this path a long time ago. Yeah. But it took me till I was twenty six to get there. 
but it's all a process. So yeah. It happened all in the right time it was supposed to. I love that. I think, especially for like your generation, it was very much like you've got to go through that part of education is academic. That's what's going to get you the job, the yeah. arts. And for some people, it's still seen as not a real job. I know. And I know. when you think of it as it's more like a hobby, then your parents won't see it serious. But unless yeah. your parents are creative exactly. themselves, yeah. which I was fortunate with. Yeah, exactly. Like my daughters now, I am really pushing the creative, yeah. you know, and I just want them to do as much creativity as they can. Mm -hmm. And I'll be pushing that over the scientists of the match, you know what I mean? And I know that's, you know, but I, that's because it's passionate to me. You know? Yeah. So be, obviously those things are important, but I will be pushing for them to do, if they, if they want to do it, yeah. you know, if they gravitate, you know, have got a natural gravity towards it, I will be 100%, you know, saying explore it, be happy. That is where... Happiness. Yeah, is your, finding your life's purpose and finding, you know, what you find joy in. That's just, and if you can make a living out of it, oh my god, that's like a lottery ticket. We say this all the time to each other, don't yeah, we, in class? We like, I think if you love your job, and you know, some people don't love it, but they they're happy to go there, and um, even if it is the people you work with that make it, then you you're winning, yeah, really. Hundred percent. And if you're doing that with your kids. And you're saying to them pretty much that will the oyster. Yeah. Like they're having the best upbringing. And yeah. I think that's when you know you're a good parent. I think you are a really good parent. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think it's important to, yeah, you know, allow them to explore all what they want to explore mm -hmm. and not put too many kind of boxes on things or you have to do this, you have to yeah. do this, you have to do this. I think it's really important to just let them um, feel and find out what where their passion lies. Because yeah. I've, like I said, I've been doing makeup for quite a while now, and I've I've done lots of different jobs before that. Yeah. So I I've done some shit jobs. Have you? Oh my Go god. Go on, tell us then. Oh, my worst one was having to be made to dress up as Mr. Blobby and hand out leaflets from the department <laughs> store. That was up there with them. Do you know some people would love that though? I know, but I was dying. I couldn't imagine oh, you enjoying I that. Was like 15, 16, oh, so no. shy. Yeah. Oh, and it was like my first day, and it was just, mm. you couldn't make it up. Um, oh, and like restaurant jobs, bar jobs, nightclub jobs, you know. I, I, oh, I've been I, there too. Yeah, and it's hard graft. It so is. I think when you've been on the block a bit, and you realise, you know, what, what jobs are out there, it, it, it just makes you realise what what you need to, just, what you want to do is do something you love, because you're there a long time. <laughs> I think I seen something the other day actually, and it was saying like it showed a graph of how much you spend time in work yeah. with your loved ones and you know with you know family friends and all alone time, and the majority of it you're right is it's, work. It's work. And I think for you, like at twenty six, having that light bulb moment is amazing because yeah. well you said before we start the podcast. And you thought that was old. I did. I was. I was like, I can't do that. You know, I've got um, a mortgage to pay, and I can't. You just... had a mortgage at twenty six, yeah. did you? And I thought I can't just jack my job in, and um, you know, hope for the best and go and do a full time course. Yeah. But there was something that just said like my inner higher power was like, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You can work nights. You can okay, work in a restaurant. You. you know, you can do bar work to to substitute your income and which is exactly what I did and, and it was fine. You managed all the payments and it was fine. Wow. So um but I think a lot of people would have just said, Oh no, I can't do it, I can't do it. But I'm glad that I didn't listen to that fear. I yeah. just thought, do you know what, you're in here once, just do it and see where it takes you. And I'm so grateful that I did, you know, because I've had such a fantastic career. You really I've met have so many different people um different locations and with my job it is it is an exciting job because you make lovely connections with people because i'm in tv at the moment but i've done loads of like i used to do i had a bridal business for for a long time i've worked in salons and photography studios um and so i just meet so many different people yeah. and it's it is just a really lovely job you're a people's person i am yeah i am it is definitely you've got to be a people's person person definitely and yeah. stroke counsellor because that's what happens people just yeah. open up to you you know, <laughs> putting different hats on 
you know but it's all really about special that. though, you it know. Is. I feel people I feel privileged that people trust you. Yeah. And they, they te- it's it's amazing the stuff people end up just telling you. They don't even mean to tell you, but they're like, Well, I just don't know why I'm telling yeah. you all this, but I just feel like I can and it, but I but I love that side of the job as well. So I love it. Yeah, you, we've had this chat before, where you get the similar what you get that people looking up to you and constantly. It's, I get it's it. you know it's uh, I love it and you know I, I think it's a real lovely. I think it's a gift it that a we gift, have, it? and I think a lot of people. I've never even told anyone what they tell us. No, I don't say anything. It's um, it's like it's, wow. It's like the code of the makeup room. What mm. goes on in the makeup room stays in the makeup it, room, and same maybe with the dance studio. Oh what God! What goes on in the dance chair stays in the dance. Yeah, chair. <laughs> <laughs> it totally is, and I know like they're telling me because they know it's a safe space. Yes, yeah. And I think that's... You wouldn't want to betray that, would you? Oh, Do you know what I mean? God, that's no. how I feel. I take it very serious. Same. You know they've trusted you, and yeah. that is that loyalty and that um kind of vulnerability they've yeah expressed. I just it's think, a huge deal, yeah, and yeah. it's an honour that they have. So why would you want to break that? Yeah, oh definitely. Huh. I love that about our job. It's, <laughs> it is great, and like you do. I think you must have just realised that you were just so in the wrong job. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, I just felt like a square peg. In like a round hole type thing. And really? I was just like, Why am I doing this? And I just thought I'm young enough to get out of it. So yes. that's what I did. Oh well. And um, so yeah. So for anybody that's having those fears or doubts and they think they're too old to start something new, you're never too old. No. Never, ever, ever. And oh, no. now I'm older, I can appreciate that more. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and it, you you've also everyone's got to remember they're not here forever. So yeah. just grasp it now. It doesn't matter whether you're 30, 40, 50. Yeah. Just go for it because why not? Mm-hmm. You know, you you're only gonna be here for a limited amount of time. Yeah. So you live what you know, it's the one life thing. I know it's a bit cliched, but it is, you have it the is. one life. And um so just just grasp it and go for it. <sighs> I love it. And and you will reap the rewards. Yeah. You will hundred percent reap the rewards. I love it because like I think everyone thinks oh, I, I'm good at this one thing. I, I, that, that's yeah. all I can do. No, no, you you have multiple talents. It's and just tapping into them, isn't it? It's tapping into them and not being afraid to tap into it. Yeah. And like I have things when I'm older, like long term, short term, um, long long term things. I know now since I think having heels and bum like the business. Is when I started really believing myself, like probably like from like a year ago when I took it really, yeah. really serious, and I was like, no, like I got this, like I can do this, yeah. like this is a business, and I think you then realise actually, oh my god, the world is my oyster, and yeah. now I have these things that I want to try and achieve, and when you unlock that, I think it's, it's so beautiful. Oh my god, yeah, it's so powerful. Yeah, unlocking the power within is just insane, and mm. once you've got the courage to do it you get momentum and then like yourself you were just saying you know you the belief was lacking and then when you started getting the momentum like you're soaring now you're yes. smashing it and you're oh, like what, you. what else can i do yeah oh that was a success well let me try this yeah. let me try that and I you think, don't get scared you, you the fear i think when you lean into the fear it starts yeah. becoming a bit, bit more comfortable doesn't it but yeah. I think in the early days it's so uncomfortable you think well i just don't want to do it yeah i don't because your, your ego's going no protect protect don't do it don't do yeah. it because you could fail but it's like once you get over that and then you see the results and then you start changing the narrative then you start yeah. telling yourself a different story that self-belief gets bigger and more powerful and then you start getting more momentum and more inspiration ideas coming to you and then it's you're like you're kind of breaking free of that mm. negative cycle but but it's not easy it's it, not easy it's like, not you know we both speak from experience it's yeah not easy, but you you've just got to feel the fear and do it anyway yeah do it because otherwise you will just keep this cycle of yeah just the same shit different day yeah literally just kind of simmering yeah yeah i'm not being happy i think if anyone's listening they're like oh my god this is me have a little think of like what what you would like to be doing um and maybe just do that first step yeah. of maybe just like the information is at our fingertips oh now oh my god i know it's so easy so have a little look yeah. and just just have a, and especially like if 
you're still living at home even like it's not that hard like financially yeah. there's not much risk you know when there is risk i completely understand but then the reward if you take a risk sometimes it's, God, it's massive it's massive absolutely massive um oh it really really is um and the bill, bill of regret is far worse isn't oh my it god do you know what i mean i love that the bill of regret and that is way worse than kind of just you know, you think, oh, I'll stay in this environment because it's comfortable. But then, you know, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, mm. that bill of regret will sting. John, that's so true because, like, even, I don't know if you've actually said this, but a lot of my clients have even said, oh, I've always wanted to dance and now I am. Well, that's like me. I've always wanted to do it. It was. I, I was going to say, I saw you said that. Always, but I told myself a story. Can't do that too old or not thin enough or I'm not tall enough or well I've never done it or I look for excuses oh complete excuses and yeah then, but then when you what you need to do is write all these excuses on a bit of paper <laughs> and then really work out where it's all coming from and it was, mm. it was fear I was yeah. scared of my my ego I suppose yeah. was trying to keep me safe didn't want me to look like a fool didn't want me to fail and it's all cultivated out of fear and then again, it, it, you, you've just got to embrace that fear and think, yeah, okay, I'm going to like it probably for the first few months. I'm probably going to feel awkward yeah. and not look very graceful. Mm. And, you know, you know, when you're looking at the people that are so good and you're like comparing yourself, that's what everyone does. Oh. Even though they should be thinking, well, that person that's doing that dance has, has been doing it for 100 hours for the last how many months, how many weeks, of course yeah. they're going to look like that. I've been doing it for three hours, but <laughs> your brain doesn't work like that, does it? It just yeah. goes, no, I'm really shit, so I'll just give up. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so I like, and I, it was it was painful, you know, yeah. really painful, because I really wanted to live up to dance so bad, but the fear was like awful, but I just pushed through it, pushed mm. through it. It, it. it was so uncomfortable, I'm so glad I did it. So, so glad. What was it? For you what, what was the moments for you where you went right this kind of fuck it energy like yeah. i always say this fuck it energy yeah what was the fuck it energy for you to try new things the collapse of my marriage the death of my father and my life just literally being turned up in like whipped away from me of what how i knew it and yeah. it all got turned upside down and that was where my massive fuck it this yeah you know it, it brought me aware of my mortality because i was like oh my god i really really i think people think they're gonna live forever and you're not really aware that you think that <laughs> and then when my dad died i was like shit people die I, i'm not i'm not living forever yeah what the fuck am i doing i'm wasting my life here then obviously the collapse of my marriage happened shortly after which completely um just knocked me over like yeah. it just blew me away i just didn't know what to do and it just made me look at my life because i realized once he was gone i looked at my life and i thought i, I don't really know what who i am anymore i've become a mother a wife and i don't i haven't really got any hobbies anymore i don't really see my friends like i used to i didn't have a lot of money because i wasn't working that much because i was staying home looking after the kids i just thought what what what's happened to me? This was not who I used to be when I was 26. So you recognise yourself? No, I didn't. I was 26, sexy, going for that course, you know, jacking in my job. That was, that was me. Yeah. Taking chances and risk-taking. So when all that happened, it was a massive wake-up call. And I just thought, well, yeah, it's scary. I, I, I was petrified of, of everything at that point. And I thought, well, why not need to dance because I'm scared of everything right now. And when I think when the fear, when you're when and also like when you're in like pain, like grief, and you know trying to, to battle all these emotions, and then you think, well, actually, the that is so kind of uh, big, but the fear doesn't feel as fearful anymore because the pain is worse. Yeah. When, you're, when you're in that pain yeah. pain bubble of just working out a lot of things. It kind of motivates motivates you to think. Wow. Well, why not? Why, honestly, it's 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 kind of like it's a really painful and comfortable thing to go through at the time. But then when you look back, and everyone says this, you look back and go, "Oh, I get it now." It, I get it. Gave it. Me the biggest kick that I needed because yeah. otherwise I I would have 
just being stagnant, kept doing what I was doing, not really that happy, no. not really knowing what to do about it. Um, and then I would have been 70 going, do you know what? I always wanted to learn to dance. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's like it's uncomfortable as fuck, but to all kind of tragedy and traumas, it is massive growth. Yeah. It just is. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not easy. It's but not you I am reaping the rewards now. And I, I think, am happy. Yeah, you are proof that yeah. it can happen I think that's what I was so in awe when I met you and it was Amy wasn't it yeah. you came together and um, Amy was the same as you and was. Um, was going through a divorce wasn't you yeah. and I think just hearing two women saying how you know we are doing things we love yeah we have kids we are going through a divorce and we're fucking happy going for it yeah. and I was like wow it was like a like a breath of fresh air of like whoa like you meet i feel like you meet so many people you're like you can tell they're miserable yeah and in their marriage so like with you with your marriage do you think you knew for a long time like how, how long was your marriage for and um, at what point did you have kids we were together 20 nearly 21 years in total really yeah married for 10 so we were together 10 years before we had family. 10 years? Yeah. Um, and um, so it was a complete shock. I think because I was grieving my dad for a good year, I wasn't really, I think I was just on autopilot. I look back on those days and I think, I think the kids, I was just functioning purely to get up and sort the kids out again. They were your motivation. They were my drive. Um, yeah. And then I think I just went into like a retreat mode of like self-protection and just completely barriered up when I look back but I didn't actually realise the damage that was doing to my relationship but yeah. I just wasn't really in the room when I look back so it was a bit of it was a shock I wasn't expecting that to happen yeah um, so it was yeah massive shock massive um yeah it was I felt like my whole world had ended I really did but um got through it through lots of friends. Um, Got good support network. Yeah, really good support network. network. And, and also as well, I think, um, just really tapping into that, um, like what we were saying about me and Ames when you met us, I think what was really key with me and Amy is we didn't go into the victim role. And I think it's, it's, very, it's very easy to do that. And sometimes I find myself nipping into it at times and I have to tell myself no life is happening for you not to you which is a Tony Robbins mm. quote which I love because it gets me out of so many scrapes if I'm ever going into a little wormhole of thoughts of oh god I'm not good enough or there's this or that or fuck my life why is this happening I, th I always think of Tony saying no life is happening for you not to you it's giving you opportunities to grow so it's just reframing any negative stuff thinking well how am I gonna make my life better how am I gonna reframe this instead of going well is me falling in that victim category of wow it's so easy this is, yeah it is and wow. it, it is it is but I think it's really important for and it once you've got that awareness because some people just live in a victim mentality and they've got no idea they're doing it yeah so it's once you've got that awareness um it that's where the transformation happens and I think 90 percent of transformation um, is awareness. It's only like ten percent action. So once yes. you've got that awareness, it's like light bulbs going off everywhere, mm. and you can stop yourself. You can, you know, feel yourself going into something. I think no, I'm not going down that wormhole. I'm going to whip myself out. Yeah. Focus on that. Um, so yeah, so that's really key awareness. But this, I think, I just had such a will to. This isn't just going to be my life. Great, divorced. Yeah. Um, single mum with two kids, um, you know, I've got, I've got my career, but I kind of let it slide a bit because I was concentrating on being a mum, so I just thought, this is not going to define me, so the minute it happened, I just, I just got literally straight back out on my career, started building it like fuck, doing what I could, because I've had all the skills, do you know what I mean, it's, no one can take that away from me, yeah. I just have lost a bit of momentum with yeah. it, but I've built it up really quick, it's amazing how quick you can just get back into yeah. it. You lose a bit of confidence, you're a little bit rusty to start off with, but then I just had such a drive of like, 
this is what you should have been doing and you know maybe you shouldn't have had that big pause when the kids were young but you did um so i just i just yeah just started smashing things wow. and doing things like dancing surfing snowboarding all <laughs> my bucket list of all the things that i've always wanted to do i was like well, I'm going to start doing them. I love and it. it's interesting that I start meeting people that would be like, oh, I love snowboarding. Yeah. Okay. And I'd be like, yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> like when you start putting it out there, it's like I was manifesting it. Yeah. And it was all starting to come in. And I was like, wow, this is, this is incredible. So, yeah, it's, it's, I think if you focus, you can, you can do it. You can just kind of put whatever you want, whatever you put your mind mm. to, you can, you can get there. So where was your career and um, so what was you doing at that point and then what was I was trained to be a teacher oh I know oh what I know because because I um, I'm still doing the freelance makeup okay it doesn't it's not that family friendly so I was really trying to you know get a career that was going to work well with the school holidays um work well turn time so I thought oh, no, I'll, uh, I'll do PGCE and do, uh, right. teach makeup and theatrical makeup and hair to um, like level three students. So yes, that's what I did. I remember, yeah. and the college wasn't it? Yeah, the college. So that's I did that for two years. So I was doing that part time and doing teacher training and just doing bits of makeup here and there. You know, like the odd day and the odd wedding. So so yeah, so I was trying to be a teacher and then. Um, but again, you know, I think, I, you know, I continued on it. I finished my PGC and then I uh, got a job. Obviously, this is all after the breakup, but... Oh, so after the breakup, you yeah. did all those steps? Well, I did the, I was doing the PGC and was just finishing the PGC off just after, and then my book was just after, sorry. And then, so yeah, I did the, I was doing the PGC. I uh, finished that in, I think, the May. Yeah. And then the relationship broke down in the gym. Oh, I see. So then yeah, I yeah. continued on that directory. Yeah, yeah. Directory? Is that word? Um, yeah. And then um, did kind of talk for a few months and then I kind of realised this was going to fit in with my family life when we were a family. Yeah. Dynamics had changed. So I just went back to my roots, which is what I love. Yeah. Makeup artistry, working on TV, you know, Weddings, that's where my passion lies. But I think I was trying to, <clears throat> I was trying to, I was compromising too much with that, thinking, oh, I, it, it would work better with the family teaching. But if I was really honest, my heart wasn't teaching. No. And I was just doing it because I thought it was going to work and please everybody else. People please not filling my own cup up, you know? I was yeah. just like, oh no, I'll do that because it's for them and for, for it'll help. But I should have just been true to myself a bit more, I think. It's hard, I think, well, I wouldn't know, but it sounds like for um, for mums, if, like, how much do you give to yourself? Like, what's yeah. the balance? Like, how would you explain, like, how much do you give to you and, like, put yourself first? And then the balance of then what you give to your kids and, like, yeah. put their needs, like, first? Obviously, like, health, of course. Like, yeah. if anything, like, shit goes down with your kids, like, you're yeah. going to be there. But, I mean, like, you know, the mundane, like... Um, every day and like chasing mm -hmm. your dreams um how is that like transition for you like did it actually strengthen your relationship with your kids do you think by them seeing you chasing your dreams um i i think it's empowering for them now because when i look back i was putting i think i was um the balance was way off i was giving all and then there was nothing left for me. Mm. And I don't think that's healthy at all. No. Because I don't think you're, you're like, if your cup's empty, you haven't got anything to give anyone. Whereas if your cup's full, you, you're you're so much more positive. You're in the room, you're connected. You're excited about planning things, which is what I'm like now. So yeah. I think I'm such a better mum for it yeah. because I've got more balance and I'm doing, living my passions and loving my life. And then when I see the kids, I am really happy, positive and present and want to do fun things with them. And mm -hmm. I definitely feel that they've noticed the difference. And I think it's good for them because they say, oh, mummy, you work really hard. And they can see, Aww. you know, I'll show them pictures of makeups that I've created and stuff. And I, I think it's really good for them because they, you know, it's empowering for them, for yeah. them to learn positive messages that, um, 
you know, to have a career, to, to do, to live your life purpose, to um, find something you're good at and you love, whether it's a hobby, whether it doesn't necessarily have to make you money. Yeah. But it's just something that fills you up mm-hmm. and gives you, you know, a bit of zest. So, yeah, I do think it's, there is more balance now. That's so beautiful to hear, like, your kids look up to you and, you know, that's, it, like you said, it is, it's a role model to them to know, you know, when they grow up, they can actually be like, you yeah have a career like be a parent at the same yeah. time and i think there's a lot of fear for women um who you know they might want kids but they're not sure because they don't know if if you can balance it and i will be completely honest it's a fear that i have yeah. like when i'm i say when i'm older um i get people now asking me oh you know when you're gonna have kids da, 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 which you know, if it's, I don't mind close people asking me, but yeah. it's a bit rude to be honest when people ask yeah, it's you. It's very intrusive. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as well, like when you've been in a long term relationship, people expect that's your next thing. And it is quite tough, I think. Yeah. People have expectations of you. And because of society. Yeah. And then when you break those boundaries, which you have, it's incredible and it's you know if i am a mum i want to be a mum like you're, you're doing it because it's just amazing how you can go no i i still do what i love every day i'm having hobbies and then you can be a great mum yeah, as well 100 percent, and yeah. i think um yeah it's really important and i look back and i think god if i did if i were to have you know would do it different. Somebody said, "Would you do it differently?" And part of me always thinks no because you know everything happens in the right time frame. Which I'm a yeah, big believer in. That. I am too. But in hindsight, when I look back, I should never have given up what what, what I was doing. Yeah. I should have had more of a balance and made it work where, or even work full time, put the kids in daycare. But I think I was plagued by, oh, my mum was always there, stay at home mum. So I didn't realise I was having this battle in my head of what my as Tony Robbins calls it, a blueprint looks like. And my blueprint, that's basically what you learn growing up. Yeah, and I learned that it was a mum, a dad, the dad went out and provided, and the mum stayed at home. But that just totally doesn't work with no. today's society and in, in evolution. It's not the same. It's not the same. So I'm living off an old script. Yeah. I'm there. So it was just this internal battle. And but I, but I was, so I was living off this blueprint, but it wasn't making me happy, and it wasn't living up to, it wasn't congruent with all the things that I wanted out of life. But I didn't have the awareness. No. And now, if I, if I'd have realised that back then, I could have done something to change it. I could have just changed that blueprint. Yeah. But these were just like these are imprints that are just so in your subconscious that you've learned as a kid, and you don't even realise it's there. It's only now that I've read so much and I. We've done a lot of work myself. I know you need to send me these books because <laughs> I love. Do you know what? I do love a podcast. <laughs> I do my now. Yeah. I do love a podcast, but I think if I had the right book, which it sounds like you know all the right ones, send them my I way because like, wow, you know all your quotes. It's so interesting. I just I get lost in it for hours. I mm. just I just love it. It's just I find it just inspiring, and I just love working out how psychology works and oh that, yeah. that makes sense to me oh that's why I did that and and it, I just hope it's going to help me one never get myself in the pickle that I got myself in with my ex-husband you know what I yeah. mean because I never want to feel that pain again um, and two it's just it's good for all communications with yeah. with any relationship whether it's work whether it's yeah. kids whether it's uh, intimate relationships mm-hmm. It's just all, yeah, the more reading anyone can do. There's so many inspirational coaches out there. There are so many. And, oh, I, I just, yeah, find it. I just think it's so, it's so accessible. You, yeah. You just go on YouTube and there's just tons. You don't have to pay for it. It's all free. <laughs> um, and they have saved my ass when I've been, like, two in the morning going down wormholes. <laughs> oh, my God. What am I going to do? These have been like my personal private counsellors because there's something on everything. You just type in something about fear or, or, or a meditation. That is a life hack. You do meditate, that don't you? That saved me. That absolutely saved me. And oh. it it works. It's so powerful. Can't really describe how it works, but it just works. But you've just got to be patient with it. And I think a lot of people are a bit like, oh, it's a load of mumbo jumbo. 
you know, this is a bit, what's this? Yeah. Oh, it's tried and tested. It completely, yeah, saved my life, meditation. Wow. So that's another thing. If anyone's like struggling with trauma or, or, or just, it's just to relax your mind because we have like something like 80,000 thoughts a day. Really? And yeah, it's really, your mind's so busy and, you know, chucking your job and a couple of kids and a dog I like and I all the rest. You know, whereas meditation, it just allows you, once, you, once you're able to get into that meditative state, which, you know, happened for me quite quickly, but some people that I speak to say, I just can't get there, but I would just say persevere with it, because you will. And you get to that meditative state, and it just ceases all thought. And it's blissful. You don't have, you're not having one thought going through your mind. It is, it is incredible. It is... It's just a life hack. That's I beautiful. tell everybody, like, to sit to my makeup chair. If every, any of them are having problems, yeah. I say, try meditation. <laughs> and uh, some people are a bit more like, mm, some are like, oh, you know, but I find a lot of people are resistant to it. But Yeah. It's, it's because it's something new. Yeah. That's like, why. I think when people can't see, taste, and touch it, they think it's not going to work. Yeah. Because it's all that like, instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And with meditation, it, 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 it you can't, there's no, you can't see the results you've got it's all about energy and feeling the results and and it it doesn't always happen overnight but if you like it's just it just blows my mind it's just one of those things you've just got you've got to try that's incredible (laughs) i love it do you know i've i've done a little bit of meditation but not not a lot i would say but i think that is something maybe i should do more because say when i can because i do like sometimes have I've had like probably I think three like um anxiety attacks and something my anxiety levels are quite high. Yeah. It runs in my family and I think I do breathe and exercises, so I guess I do, like yeah. but maybe I need to before it gets to that. Yeah, do like a guided one. And yeah. that's they're really good. Really good the guided ones because you're just listening to someone talk, it's a bit of music. Yeah. And before you know it, you you kind of go into like a just a magical place of relaxation that is really on another level to yeah. to just sitting in a room and closing your eyes. Mm. It it really is powerful, really really powerful. So you should try it. You should try it. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, now, would you say with like you when you were in your marriage and you said that you were putting yourself first, career wise? As a person, yeah, everything. So <laughs> now, like, would you say you're like the people who you surround yourself? Oh, it's really important that, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like I notice massively like the people who, who you spend a lot of time with, like the energy. We we talk about energy yeah. quite a lot, don't we? we do. And the people, they really like they can really eat into yeah. it. And how have you noticed that shift? Like, have you? like actually removed a lot of people from your life since your marriage do you think or is it you've met just a lot more people because of your work now yeah you were way more motivating and they yeah do you see what I mean yeah I think because I'm working with um like working with different crews you know it's, it's all like with my job we do like six week blocks and it's always different crews, and it's people from Bristol, London, Bath. It's, it's a real mix, and that is lovely because um, I'm not kind of, you know, compared to where I was, just living, working in a small place, seeing, you know, just close friends and family all the time. Yeah. You're not really broadening your horizons or hearing anything new or different. Yeah. So I definitely think that's really important, you know. I think. Again, Tony always says, if the five people you hang around with the most, they're the ones, they're the ones you're going to become. Yeah. It's really important, you know, really important, the people and the energy and the, um, you know, if you're hanging around with inspirational people, it rubs off. It does. You know, you see their ideas and you're like, oh, wow, that sounds amazing. Well, I feel inspired to, to do that. And and it, so it's really, really important to, um, if, yeah, if anyone's dragging you down or they're, or they're they're not really supporting you. They're not really lifting you up. Yeah. Even when you are in high spirits and you're like excited about something, they quickly just knock the life out of you and drain you back down. They're the people you've got to limit because yeah. that is toxic and damaging. It is. And it's a drip effect. I um, definitely now notice when I tell people, like, you know, if like close people I share, 
how they react and then how I feel when I leave like yeah. you know you can being feel done. yeah yeah and that is a big indicator for me and you know it's it's tough to like remove people from your life yeah but oh my god it's the best thing so like if you're listening to this <laughs> and you you know that someone like doesn't make you feel good it's for a reason yeah and it, it might be that they're rubbing off on you their energy or like like we said you yourself check yourself like yeah. what's your energy like are you becoming that and yeah i think it's important like you said like Call yourself out as well. Oh, 100%. Looking in that mirror, mm. it's not easy. Yeah. Like, it's not, I think I just burst into tears when I did it the very first time. Yeah. I just, and asked myself a few questions and I, I just burst into tears and it, it was excruciatingly difficult. <laughs> it, it I know that. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's, it's useful to do it. Yeah. It is. And I think as well, if other people are bringing you down, again, I think a lot of that is through their own fears. Yes. And insecurities so you, you just got to be wary of, of not buying into other people's beliefs and other people putting their beliefs mm. and fears onto you um because i i know that's happened to me when so, i look back on relationships yeah. and i think you know i i yeah i just bought into it and i look back and think why did i do that but it i i don't know maybe i'm a bit stronger now but you are definitely stronger yeah. now <laughs> Like I think I see through it now. I see yeah. I see through a lot more than I have done ever before. And when I was younger, I think I was just vulnerable. Naive. Gullible. I was gullible. I was too trusting. Yeah. If somebody said, oh, that is that. I'd go, okay. Yeah. I believed it. But now you just believe in yourself. Yeah. You really have to. You, and, you know, there are days where you doubt yourself, but you've just got to push through. Yeah. And just put on all like the resources that I read and I listen to, mm-hmm. put on them, and you just ask you uh, another one of Tony's. You've got to ask yourself better questions because your mind's like Google. So if you say to yourself, Oh, you know, why am I so rubbish at that? Your brain's going to find answers to tell you why you're so rubbish at that. But if you ask a better quality question, you're going to get a better quality answer. Yeah. So you could say, Oh, how could I improve that? Uh, I say this to my kids all the time, and I, I do it in kid language, so I say, you know, you need to ask, say to yourself, brain, how can I be better, better than that? And I said, your brain's going to come up with those answers and say, oh, well, you, do you know what, you could have got up a bit earlier, or you wouldn't have been as tired then, or, you know, and, yeah. and they're looking at me, and you can see they're really processing it, because I yeah. use the, you know, like a Google, I say, your brain's like Google, so yeah. they're, they're on that, because they love anything tacky it's military training um, i think and it, it applies to to our everyone you know but it's good kids. yeah just ask yeah. yourself better questions because and so that's when you need to have that focus and that mm. awareness and strength to just go you know yeah i think and um, you know you saying that really brought my back brain back so when i was 16 um because i get a lot of people saying to me they're shocked when they find out that i'm only 25 yeah and they say i seem a lot older than i am and i think it is because of doing ballet at such a young age it's so what's what's the word it's very um disciplined disciplined yeah it's very disciplined like i literally felt like i was in the military yeah, like, yeah. the discipline of like dance having to control like a hobby which i knew that i wanted dance to be yeah. my career managing like going to dance four or five times a week for like two hours a night on top of school yeah and it was a lot and like the competitions the knocks you know that's that's been toughening you up isn't it oh it toughened me right up and like the age of 16 then i was i was in dance college and i would literally do a full day um and then have to go home do and it's physical yeah. I'd be the 8am doing 12 laps and then a fitness class at half past 8 and then go straight into ballet you know it was it was very intense and then then you've got to go home do all this and that and then I had a job obviously to try and get some money my parents always wanted me to work but I wanted to work at the same yeah, time like too. I've always been driven I think because I never expect anything to be handed to me on a on a beautiful yeah. plate yeah because um, I never had that anyway growing up come from a really humble background and then and then I would dance all day on a Sunday as well. And Saturday I'd work as well. And I, it was just non-stop. But I think it is the mindset. And yeah. at 16, I always remember, like, that was my life. But I always remember my um, bobble book in class, in ballet. Yeah. 
and my hair wasn't correct. And my teacher had a go at me saying, why is your hair not up? I said, oh, my bobble broke. And I was playing the victim. He's like, well, where's your spare bottle? I went, what the, like, what the fuck? <laughs> a spare bottle? Oh, you best believe now. Like, I'll make things happen. Like, I can make it work. And I was like, why? Like, how are you the way you are? Like, you're so on it. It's a bit of bubble. <laughs> and he was so hard on me, but it's because, God, yeah. look at me now. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's what I think it is that. You and look I, back and think, I'm grateful. I'm fucking grateful yeah. <laughs> for that story. Like, and I always, like, when I was younger, I was like, oh, poor me. Like, he's, he's, yeah. he's picking on me. But I look back and I have a lot of respect for that man. He, and I think for you as well, what you were saying, bring it back to you, how I thought then with like your kids, like you said, you could have got up earlier. Yeah. Well, if you had a little pack, you could have that spit bubble in. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, don't play the victim. Yeah. Like, you know. It's just asking yourself, how can you do it better next time, isn't it? Ex- Rather than focusing on, oh, why have you done that? And then beating yourself up. Yeah. Oh, I'm so stupid, why did I do that? It's like if you just inter- interrupt it quick and say, oh, how can I do it better next yeah. time? And, and, and that's great because yeah. then that stops your, you, you know, that your mind telling yourself that you're rubbish or. Yeah. You know, and that's, just, that's really, really crucial because, um, you know, your subconscious believes what you tell it. So if, yeah. you, if you're telling yourself every day you're rubbish, you're useless, you can't do it, you're going to believe it. And then you've got you're yourself gonna again, it. prophecy then. Yeah. You're going <clears> to <throat> start acting yeah. that person. The power of mind, yeah. For everything. So it's not easy, but it's, no, it's, but it's not. achievable and baby steps. Well, look at you now. Like, yeah, would you have God. ever thought you would no, be no. doing what you're doing now? Can we talk a bit more about what you're doing now? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really love it. <laughs> um, uh, we, I'm currently designing like make a casualty. Uh, blocks so that is basically we have like six week blocks and uh, the makeup designer is ahead of the team head of all the continuity the script breakdowns um and just in charge of the the, the design along with the series designer as well and uh, they collaborate on how the show needs to look off that those particular episodes so that's a massive achievement because i never would have believed that because that was yeah wow yeah so that would that's been an amazing um achievement for me and I'm really proud wow. and I love every minute of it. It's it's, it's busy but it's it's you do crazy shit. Yeah, it's really long hours but you love it. I love it. I love it. It's Ooh. really, really great. Um and it's exciting and you're meeting lots of different people, different locations. Yeah. Um so yeah, so um not only that I um obviously Vicky's empowerment I never would have believed that if you told me that a couple of years ago I, I always would have been like no I'm too scared and no. Never be able to do it. Um, snowboarding, I don't have to snowboard. <laughs> this is my favourite one. <laughs> it's so random. Like, that's what I love about you. You go from heel dancing to snowboarding. It's just, it's, it's so funny. Like, it's, I think it's amazing, but it's so funny. Like, yeah, my legs are killing me if I'm snowboarding. You're like, what? It's insane. And you go, know how far away do you um, Birmingham. Other crazy adventures or any cool things happening in the future? Um, surfing as well. Been learning how to surf. Um, uh, what else? Have I got any crazy adventures? I well, um, oh Glastonbury. Hope, hopefully, um, that's all going to pan out. But yeah, I've um, been asked to do hair makeup for Glastonbury. I'm just like so excited about it. I didn't know if you could say it, honest. I was like, is there anything? I was like, if she can say, she'll just say it. I was like, please say it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so fucking proud so of you for this one. That. that is, yeah, that's just, yeah, epic. Yeah. I'm just buzzing. So that is going to be super exciting. So, yeah, like I've accomplished quite a lot in a small time frame because you have COVID in the mix of all this as well. So, I think that's true. I know, I've just forgotten about that, but that slowed things down. So yeah, I've been, it, yeah, I never would have believed it. No. If you'd have said to me, when the shitstorm happens, and I'm sat crying, just thinking, how am I going to survive? Mm-hmm. I've got no money. Yeah. I haven't even got a job at the same time. It's COVID. Um, but somebody had said, right, fast forward in three years, 
this, 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 and this, I'd be like, you are pissed. There's absolutely no way. Mm. In, I, I just would never have believed it. No. So it, so that in itself is just, just push yourself. Yeah. If you just telling yourself you can do it. Yeah. And just pushing through the pain. That's because that's just all what I did. I just yeah. kept. So I just thought, no, like there's, there's, there's more to life. There's more to life. There's, you know, something good has to come out of something that was so painful. Mm-hmm. So I can't just let that be that now. Yeah. And you can keep pushing, like yeah, at like at your age, you know, like yeah. who, like who would have thought, like you would have done this? I know, like, I know. Wow, I can't. I still pinch myself sometimes. I'm like, wow, just yeah. super proud, and and it feels the right fit. It feels authentic, which is really important. Yeah. It needs to feel, you know, that you're in the right place, and it it feels authentic, and it. Everything about my life right now does feel authentic, which is a lovely place to be in. Wow. Because for a long time, it, it wasn't. wasn't. And I didn't know what was wrong, but I just didn't know how to fix anything. Girl, you got the tools now, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> like Bob the Builder, there. Yes, we can. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, though. But it's true, like, now, like, and I, I think... For anyone listening, like, say if you are um, a mum, you're not a mum, you're 16, you're 50, I don't know, like, you've got a five-year-old, you've got a newborn, just know, like, it doesn't matter what stage of life you're in, you can put yourself first, you can have a career, and also be happy, and I think it comes all down to happiness, so thank you. Katie, for like reminding us that actually, like, it doesn't matter what age, shape, size, gender, yeah. all of this, like, you matter. can do it, and that if you want it bad enough, you can, you can do it. You stole my words. Oh, that's it. Excited. We're holding hands right now. We're getting all excited together. But no, like I am so glad you come. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Me. I think everyone will find this really inspiring. You're I hope such so, an amazing person. I think it's just I just feel to add value as much as I can would be lovely because I know I've been on the other side. Yeah. And like there were days I was searching, searching for for advice for help. Um, I think I would have found this helpful. So that is my, my aim, you know, just to people. In, I just would hate somebody to be in pain because yeah. I know what that feels like yeah. and it's the worst feeling ever. So I'm always open to talk to anyone because I'm yeah. like, I know I've been there, but you can get through it and it will pass. Yeah. Well, thank you, Katie. We knew welcome. Bloody loved having you. <laughs> and I think a lot of people will really be grateful for this episode. So thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.